I'm thinking ahead and saying, yes, there is a need for technology like ours to rapidly detect viruses in general. And there will be, I'm sure, there will be other uh, viruses in the future, like, I don't know, COVID-24 or others that will, uh, will show, again, the need for this technology. Welcome to the Asia Society Hong Kong Movers and Shakers podcast. Through the short interactive fireside chat, we get to meet with the leaders and game changers in different industries for insights into their personal journey to success, what they learned, how they failed, and other interesting wisdom they may want to share. Today's guest is Dr. Amos Danielli from bar University in Israel. Dr. Danielli and his team of researchers are here to talk about the coronavirus and how it has impacted the globe, and more specifically, how his new technology based on a combination of optics and magnetic particles can rapidly test 100 samples of patients potentially infected with COVID-19 and reduce diagnostic time rapidly to approximately 15 minutes. Dr. Danielli's research has not only simplified the diagnosis of COVID-19, but it has also made it more accurate. So what began as a public health crisis in China is now on its way to becoming a pandemic. The CDC has announced it's not a question of if the coronavirus will spread globally, but when. With us today, we have Dr. Amos Danielli of Israel's Bar Ilan University. Dr. Danielli, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. We appreciate it. Uh, Through your career, uh, you've dealt with many viruses. If it's not too intrusive a question to ask, uh, what major epidemics have you studied in the past? Um, so my lab uh, develops tools to uh, rapidly detect very low concentrations of uh, uh, viruses, bacteria, and other uh, biomarkers. And what we previously did was uh, detecting uh, uh, the Zika virus, uh, the West Nile, and the Dengue. Uh, all of them are uh, flaviviruses, and they are uh, um, they had very uh, intense growth uh, back in 2016 mm-hmm. uh, for the Zika virus, at least. So we're here to talk about COVID-19, coronavirus, infectious disease 2019. Uh, Dr. Amos, could you uh, describe your uh, relationship with Barlan University? So I'm a faculty member at the Faculty of Engineering of Barlan University, and uh, my lab is uh, um, is in the fourth floor and have uh, all the equipment I need for the to uh, develop this uh, uh, these tools. Uh, I have all the support that I need from the university and the faculty. And actually, this is an excellent working place. Uh, I have excellent students working on this uh, uh, development and research. And actually, it's uh, it's very beneficial for me to be here. Oh, sounds like a wonderful support system. For testing for the coronavirus, it can take upwards of one hour per case, but with your technology, you can cut that down to 15 minutes? So current technologies to detect the coronavirus are based on uh, detecting the RNA of the virus, the, the genomic sequence of the virus. And the methods to detect this are to specifically target the RNA of the virus with fluorescent molecules, but detecting these fluorescent molecules at low concentration is very difficult. Therefore, current technology are using amplification. They duplicate the copies of the RNA of the virus until they have sufficient signal to detect it. And what we showed in the past that 
we can use much less amplification cycle because of our technology than the current methods. And therefore we assume, and based on previous experience that we can shorten uh, the test significantly. And now we are actually testing how fast we can do it. And this technology that use it, it's using uh, lasers? Right. So similar to everyone else, to detect uh, fluorescent molecules, you need to shine laser light onto the solution and detect the emitted fluorescent signal. In our case, the added value that we do is we also tag the target molecules with magnetic particles. And therefore, imagine the whole room you are sitting in is your sample. And it's, it's filled with uh, fluorescent molecules. To see the fluorescent molecule, you need to see to shine laser light. However, the size of the laser beam is about the size of your fist compared to the size of your room. So at low concentration, you have very low signal. Very few fluorescent molecules are inside your fist. What we do, because of the added magnetic particles to the target molecule, we use magnetic forces to concentrate all the target molecules and the fluorescent molecules from the entire room into your fist, into the laser light. And this is how we can increase the signal significantly and use much less amplification cycles to increase the signal. That's excellent. So your technology is simplifying the diagnostic process and it's making it more accurate? Yes, because we can do it uh, faster, we can increase the throughput. We can detect more patients with less time. And this is much is very much needed for the diagnosis of something so that spread so rapidly like the coronavirus. Now, in hindsight, uh, sort of case studies, what has happened in China specifically uh, over the last month? If your technology had been on the ground, on the front line, how could it have impacted uh, or helped to contain the spread of uh, this epidemic? So there are many patient in this the coronavirus, many of the patients are uh, asymptomatic, showing no symptoms. And the only way to, to, to know whether they, are, uh, they have the disease or not is to run the test on right. them. However, there are millions of patients or suspected patients with the coronavirus. You cannot test all of them. You only test those who are, uh, who are infected, actually, and show symptoms. And the other people who, are, who do not uh, show symptoms, but they have the virus, may still be um, around. And so it is difficult to, um, to, uh, to control the spread of the virus if you don't know who is spreading it. What China did was actually quarantining 150 million dealers, at least at, uh, to what, what I heard, according to the news. And, and this was creating, uh, you know, a lot of uh, pressure and a lot of difficulties. Mm -hmm. uh, with with a rapid detection of the virus, uh, you can screen more patients and separate those who actually need to be quarantined and those who do not. Do not. Now, your technology is this uh, is this being used currently in a device somewhere? So currently, as I mentioned earlier, we we have done a test on uh, the Zika virus and uh, the dengue and the West Nile. And one of our prototypes actually is being used today with, in the Sheba Medical Center, in the Israeli Central Virology Laboratory, for uh, detection of Zika, IgG, and IgM antibodies. 
to see if the patient, uh, the immune response pa uh, uh, of the patient has created antibodies against these viruses. So in terms of this technology, who on the front lines, like which stakeholders down the sort of the medical chain uh, would best benefit from having your technology uh, at hand? Uh, hospitals, is it frontline workers? Where and who should be using the technology and how can they get it? So first of all, there is a company that commercializes this uh, technology, uh, Meg Biosense, and the company is now uh, developing uh, the platform for detecting uh, uh, viruses, the RNA of the viruses, uh, much faster with high throughput and once it is completed it can be used first of all by laboratories similar to the Israeli Central Virology Laboratory and other laboratories molecular laboratories in hospitals as well as in emergency care or a doctor office or places where you want to uh, rapidly uh, diagnose patients whether you need to quarantine them or not. Let's talk more about your technology, actually. Our previous question was who on the front line could use it? If uh, you, you mentioned uh, the company, uh, the commercial company, uh, is it Mag Biosense? Yes, Mag Biosense. So if, if hospitals were interested in, in using this proprietary technology, they would simply, where, where could they get more information and how could they acquire this? Is it a license? Is it, uh, is it, is it ready for them to order? So... Major company, we, we are now doing, uh, the, the company is uh, uh, developing, based on this proprietary technology, to develop this, uh, the RNA-based detection platform. Uh, and, and therefore, it's, uh, there are several options to accelerate the development. Um, the company is, uh, is seeking uh, funding to accelerate the development and uh, or partnership with strategic partners who are interested in uh, deploying this technology uh, either in their already line of product that is has um, uh, that has uh, diagnostic devices uh, or uh, hospitals who are interested in uh, uh, investing in, in diagnostic device in novel diagnostic devices. Do you think that uh, in your experience COVID-19 might be just the first tipping point of future viruses that uh, sort of the human race hasn't seen yet. Is, is your technology something that will be necessary uh, once this COVID-19 uh, mutates into something else? Do you think that there are worse diseases out there that would actually force uh, the healthcare system to adopt your technology? So based on previous, uh, you know, uh, previous experience with the SARS and the MERS and other viruses, COVID-19 is certainly not the, the last one that we are going to see. Um, so there is certainly a need. This, the COVID-19 showed the, the urgent need for diagnostic tools that can rapidly detect with high sensitivity and high throughput uh, viruses and screen patients, uh, millions of patients. And look at what happens in, in uh, the... Uh, in the airports, when, when people are traveling, nowadays people are traveling much more than in the past, and the spread of the disease is, is uh, very rapid, and um, it's yet to be uh, decided if this is already uh, without control or still under control. So I'm, I'm thinking ahead and saying, yes, there is a need for technology like ours to rapidly detect 
viruses in general, and there will be, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sure there will be other uh, viruses in the future, like, I don't know, COVID-24 or others that will, uh, will show, again, the need for this technology. Wow, that's, uh, that's, that's quite alarming, actually. Um, so, I mean, in, in your general opinion, is the public right now, globally, the reaction, is it too alarmist, or are we not being alarmist enough? Uh, that's a very good question, actually, uh, and I can only comment what I hear in the news. Actually, in Israel, they are uh, now uh, um, setting some uh, severe measures uh, to stop the spread of the, uh, the of the virus. And there is a debate in, in, within Israel, uh, within the government itself, whether these uh, measures are too severe or are not severe enough. So I'm. I'm joining this uh, debate, uh, but I don't have any any knowledge on uh, how to act. Well, we appreciate that uh, candid opinion. Uh, Dr. Nanielli, it sounds like your technology uh, is on the forefront of helping us combat uh, not only COVID-19, but future diseases that, uh, yeah, that, that we have not seen yet. And um, I'd like to just thank you for uh, your research and your expertise within this. Uh, uh, is there a, how can our listeners get in touch or find out more information about you, about your research, and uh, uh, where, where can they go? So currently I'm a faculty member at Barlan University in the Faculty of Engineering. Um, my lab is in the uh, front line, as you said, the developing diagnostic tools for uh, uh, any biomarker, uh, viruses and bacteria and the uh, cardiac biomarkers and others. And uh, so they can reach me at uh, my email address, uh, amos.danielli at biu.ac.il. Excellent. And we'll have that in the show notes uh, uh, for people to click on. Uh, and uh, with your research, is there a website that people can do to learn more about um, about your research? Yes. Uh, the website, my web personal website is www.amosdaniellilab.com. Excellent. And we'll have those in the show notes as well. Maybe we uh, didn't emphasize the the fact that the fat, the, the our methods of, of uh, using fluorescent markers and, and magnetic part particles to concentrate everything is uh, actually a platform technology that's we don't care which virus we detect whether it's uh, you know the coronavirus or or a, a zika dengue west nile whether it's rna or dna or uh, 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 antibodies or antigens uh, it's a platform and this is the beauty of this uh, technology so um, we have many applications and uh, therefore we can also adapt our technology to detect new viruses uh, quite rapidly. Interesting. So it won't just be COVID-19, it's every virus. Exactly. Uh, the current methods right now, compared to your technology, is, is yours more portable? Is it, is it easier to, uh, to bring to the front lines? Um, like uh, you, you said, you cut down the time from one hour to 15 minutes. Um, specifically, like, well, what methods there are making this happen? So we, the size of the, the current device is the size of a shoebox. Right. Uh, so uh, it's uh, relatively portable. Um, and we, 
Uh, and so we, we try to see how to, we, we are now developing it uh, uh, to have uh, all the reagents uh, together so we can uh, cut down uh, preparation steps and make it much more applicable to a point of care setting where you don't you want to have minimum use of the uh, of the user minimum uh, work for the user right are you working on software for this as well um yes it includes software uh, signal processing um and uh, obviously it's uh, both both uh, hardware software uh, optics it's uh, multidisciplinary area and diagnostics in general. Interesting. From a, a perspective of uh, price points for hospitals, is, is this uh, something that can be discussed uh, sort of with you or with your your colleagues on your website? Or I'm, I get all commercial uh, information can be discussed with the company who commercializes this technology. Oh, right. Yeah, was there anything else that you, you think that might be important to the audience? I think time is an issue. There's an urgent unmet medical need at the moment and to accelerate the development um, we need to uh, to move forward and we need, need to move forward fast yes so i hope it will uh, it will lead to uh, um, more interest in the technology and uh, yeah. we can further develop it dr daniele thank you so much thank you take care bye 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 you too bye.